a real Earth movie about real Earth people, just like you and me, right? This is Miami Connection on Steer Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Yuki! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No! Welcome back to Stinger Madness. We are uh, full force, 100% uh, in attendance today after our little uh, incident last week where Sam and I had to apologize for uh, not having an episode. <laughs> we had, I finally was able to drag you into the house of lies that I've built of, and you didn't deliver the movie that you said that you were going to and, and I've done it like 12 times now. I, I also couldn't deliver uh, my uh, my co-hosting partner and wife, uh, Jackie, who is back. Hello. Uh, so uh, that was pr- the primary problem. The movie, uh, Miami Connection, is currently streaming on Vudu and Tubi TV uh, for free, uh, but they do have ads, but it's totally worth it. Uh, you, Vudu doesn't have very many commercials, honestly. Wow. There was like two yeah yeah if you haven't been watching the shit on voodoo for free that isn't on the other ones Mm -hmm. go ahead and do it yeah i I, yeah and it's one commercial not five right right and it was a different commercial every time and the audio volume wasn't jarringly different than the movie volume they actually might be onto something here well supposedly and i've never done it because how the fuck do they need to data mine me at this point everybody else already has right (laughs) crackle will if you sign up uh-huh. obviously for data mining sure uh you get less commercials <laughs> the they're like oh we'll eliminate some of the commercials and i'm like well if it's the same fucking commercial every time even if it's only three times it still sucks right you're just gonna get uh state-run tv messages from uh vladimir putin and uh did he buy the sony uh might as well and uh uh then your social security number will end up on 4chan if you sign up for a crackle, all of our social security numbers are already yeah, on four chan. Right. And there's just so many that there's no way to actually it's they're safer there than anywhere else. Four chan is so deep that they I've never taken a dick pic before, but somehow my penis is on four chan. I think there's, they broke into my house and took cell phone pictures while I was sleeping. It's got a whole sub in D that's just your dick. <laughs> got my, everybody's got their own dick thread, right? Yeah. Like whose dick is this? Well, you just go find it. You find their thread, and hey, yeah. there's there's Jeff Speakman's dick. <laughs> Who's taking these pictures? And then you can rate them hot or not. Oh no, 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 you just you just draw conspiracy theories around around the penis, or just put an eggplant emoji underneath it <laughs> and let other people add to it, or it's an eggplant emoji times one thousand. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Miami connection, a, a big deal. Uh, as it were, one of the uh, uh, recent, uh, within the last 10 years, exploded uh, mega bad movie along with uh, The Troll 2 and uh, The Room and uh, this one's more Samurai Cop and all those. This is sort of the uh, the newcomer into the bad movie explosion mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, right. With, uh, it was 2007, I think, when mm-hmm. Draft House finally got a hold of it. And right. I don't know exactly when they were able to distribute it, maybe the next year, 2008, because... So YK Kim just kept hanging up the phone. 
every time they called because this was such an emotionally horrible experience for him when he made the movie the first time mm-hmm. that he thought that he was getting pranked when he was like, this this will never, I will never escape this. 25 years later, they've found me and they're harassing me about this movie. Back up your boring bullshit just a second here. Uh, you referenced something that not everybody may know about the history of My Amp Connection. Why would YK Kim feel that way? Well, uh, he had... YK Kim is a Taekwondo prodigy that was the first youngest black belt, age of 13 in mm-hmm. Taekwondo. Uh, and he's the the founder of the American Taekwondo Association. He turned Taekwondo into a franchise like McDonald's. Right. Built a fortune on it at a very young age and had hooked up with this guy, Richard Park or Wu Sang Park, who's done some movies prior and after. And they decided to make this him the star of this picture. However, mm-hmm. uh, he decided to play with his own money to get rich off the deal and nearly bankrupt himself making Miami connection because uh, it didn't succeed is what you're implying. It didn't succeed. <laughs> and here's one of the things that I will make a sort of an accusation. Okay. Uh, this isn't something you'd be able to obviously find out, but if you kind of read between the lines, he took ownership of this a little bit more than he probably should have with someone that didn't know how to make a movie Yeah, and reshot a bunch of it. Okay. And then sort of got Park out of the picture entirely. And this is Park is a guy who's already made bad movies and sold them to people. Sure. And he probably should have just been like, I should let this guy finish my bad movie and let him sell it to somebody sure. who's going to buy it right. rather than go out alone. Went back, reshot this stuff. Then he couldn't find a buyer. Yeah. You eventually find somebody to give him 100K to distribute it, and that's 10 theaters in the U.S. and a handful in Australia, uh-huh. and it doesn't make a week. Right. So at that point, it's basically... It was not even a deal where he got 100000 It was the distribution company basically gave him $100,000 worth of prints yeah. to put out there. Right. And... One of those prints survived to the point that uh, Zach Carlson from Draft House found it and bought it for either thirty-five or fifty dollars because reports contrast on how much he actually mm-hmm. spent for it, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when they showed it at midnight at the Draft House, the actual beer house uh, theater where they can do that for free before they try to distribute it. Right, and it was a huge success. And then after calling him on the phone many times, finally convincing him, "Look, buddy, this is no joke. This is no joke." we can make some money off this. Mm-hmm. Just trust us. And uh, then during South by Southwest, they did it at midnight and it was a huge success. Yeah. I had always heard that YK Kim was a, not just a successful businessman uh, and a successful uh, Taekwondo instructor, but like a huge part of uh, like residential celebrity status within Orlando. Yeah. Like, everybody fucking loved this guy and he he like climbed and climbed and climbed and went up this ladder of like yeah my life rules and then made miami connection showed it in one theater where nobody showed up and was heartbroken and then like just bottomed out for the rest of his life after that i mean you know not like not like was living on the streets you know with needles in his arms or anything like but never felt the same type of uh, appreciation with the community. Maybe the maybe the community still loved him the exact same way afterwards, but he never recognized that because he felt so humiliated by Miami Connections' failure. There is sort of contrasting reports on his psychological damage through the thing, but mm-hmm. 
a couple years later, he started performing motivational speeches. So he used it to his advantage. Also, like with the bankruptcy reports, because he had set the Taekwondo schools up on a franchise and then also was the founder of the American Taekwondo Federation, which was sort of just giving him free money. He probably went like into the red and right. had to wait a couple years before he was okay, but it, right. it probably wasn't as bad financially. Probably not. But it probably hurt his feelings real bad. Right, right. And it seems like he did okay afterwards because he started a magazine afterwards as, that, as well. So yeah. Of, uh, of kicking ass. Do sure. You, do you know if he had plastic surgery? No, he didn't. I mean, he's probably been kicked in the face a lot. Why would you say that? It just, in some of those scenes, it seemed like his eyes uh-huh. had been stretched in a unnatural direction. Hmm. And it seemed like either that or they had done some weird shading uh-huh. to give him like a, almost like a cat eye. They did have some problems with uh, the near makeup and the far makeup. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that that probably didn't help anything. Probably just ineptitude there, right right there, Jake. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. And, and, his, and his face seemed very tight. And yeah. so I was wondering if he had had... You know, because if he was a social, you know, climbed socially, uh-huh. that's pretty socially acceptable, right? To have a plastic surgery to look a little oh, younger, sure. and yeah. and if you're the the brand the branding of tai, Taekwondo, I just thought maybe he had a bad like botched plastic surgery no, job. He had a bad makeup department for yeah. his bad movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, He was also he was a little young for plastic surgery, unless he would have had like a really bad facial injury, which Uh, is you know who's to say maybe he did. Right. Uh, But get kicked in the face once or twice, you know, while doing nose will get caved in. But he was probably thirty six when they started shooting this. Yeah. Which is not that old, but it is pretty old when you're hanging out with the University of Central Florida. (laughs) Yeah, guys, let's go. I'm in college. No, you're not. No, you're not. (laughs) You are not in college. (laughs) What else you got, Sammy? That's about the size of it. Okay. Uh, Soundtrack is available on SoundCloud. Hell fucking yeah, it is. Uh, Jackie, this is uh, your second time with Miami Connection. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we. I want to preface this first. We saw this years ago, well before the podcast. Double got R showed up uh, from us, fresh from Austin, one of the midnight viewings, and was like, "You guys have got to see this." Yes. Shit. And he doesn't even like bad movies, right? And he was like, "This this theater was electric. I had to buy this." Yeah. Yeah, so uh, at that point in time, it all kind of uh, stuck with us. But your second time, I think I've seen it five times now. Sam, how many do you want? This is three for me. Three. Jackie? Uh, this is two. Yeah, so there on was... your second viewing, uh, did you pick up anything new? Yeah. Uh, there was so much I just didn't remember. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't remember the motorcycle club. <laughs> right. The biker gang. The, you, so you didn't remember the uh, quote-unquote plot of the movie? <laughs> Hard. The motor, you know what? I'm just gonna burn this one now. Okay. Uh, to me, the motorcycle club, uh-huh. the motorcycle people, the gang, the right. gang, yeah, Jeff's it, Jeff's tough guys, Jeff's brothers <laughs> tough guys. Yeah, right. no, I thought that the brothers tough guys were um, the ninjas. Yeah, I don't know. So, and and this is where I got confused because I was like, okay, I see all these um, bikers, you know, and there's this whole uh, sure scene with them. But they're not really in the movie no, anywhere else. Like, I no. think we need to save that for later. Because that yeah. should be the big one at the end. Because I've got one like that, but it's not the same one. But you're... You are onto something. Where though. you're going is that you, there's a lot, even even like after seeing it five times, there's so much stuff in this movie that a lot of it goes over your head and you you you... you you pick up on it on each new viewing where 
and unfortunately, I'm not uh, dissing YK Kim at all, but there's a lot of bad dialogue sequences sure. in this movie where everybody's ad-libbing and talking over each other and saying completely stupid things that if you're laughing at the last thing that you heard, you miss the next thing because you're laughing over it. And then and then YK Kim can't speak English at all, so uh, there's a lot of his scenes where you're like, the first time, a few times you watch it, you're like, "What did he say?" And you have to try to piece that dialogue together. But then on the fifth viewing, I think I, I think I got it. <laughs> yeah, I think I know what he's talking about here. Uh, I think uh, there's also like in the in in the ineptitude of the line delivery. There's also the white people in this are yeah. very inept at the oh, taekwondo. Absolutely. Yeah, right. And so some of that, I think originally they had planned to have more of his students in the film, uh-huh. and then he didn't want to do that. So what else do you got, Jax? Yeah, I, I the main thing for me was like exactly what you said. Some of the dialogue, like "fuck you, man," I don't give me a hard time. <laughs> bullshit, <laughs> bullshit. You just bullshit. Right. The guy that's in the other band does not make. Who he makes less sense than anyone. Unnamed. He's one of the protagonists of this film, and he has no fucking character name. His name is bullshit. <laughs> right. Because he just says bullshit when it doesn't make sense to say bullshit. And everybody in this film, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't notice this the first time around, but everyone in this film is a martial artist. Yes. Except, oh, absolutely. For, except for the girl. We uh, never see her fight. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Gee. the beach girls aren't either. Well, they're just chicks on South Beach, right? Yeah. Uh, just the same as the biker scene. They're just actual bikers. <laughs> Women aren't good enough for Taekwondo is what this movie is saying. Yeah. Or extras aren't. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I want to make reference of on it. Now I've seen this five times again. Sure. As I said, I just picked up on the why I say a real movie for real Earthmen. The primary cast or the primary the the uh, ensemble of characters in this film, as it were, their names are Mark, played by Y.K. Kim. Sure. Mark. Um, okay, I am clearly an American man. Uh, then. John, Jack, Jim, Jane, Jeff, and Tom. <laughs> I couldn't remember anybody, and I've seen it three times now, and I can't pin down any names other than Mark, Jim, and Jeff. John, Jack, Jim, Jane, and Jeff. I don't know who, I'm guessing Jane's the chick. Yeah, right, right. right. Uh, so that's new to me, though, because I never didn't pick it up a third time around. But it's, it's like if you had to say, hey make uh just start writing down names of people that are going to be in your film without thinking of who they are emotionally and where yeah. they what their history is and where they've come from and what their parents might have been thinking at the time when they named them uh Joe Dave Bill yeah <laughs> these are real people they are real people with families well they're not because they're orpans they're real human people uh, but yes, I just I, the whole band has names, uh-huh. and I can't. There's this is how I remember them: Paul, Michael Phelps, <laughs> yeah, Michael <laughs> Phelps, Freddie Mercury, yep. Michael Jackson, <laughs> right, and um, and Jane, and Jane, <laughs> Jane, and Mark. Right. Yeah, Mark's easy to remember because his name's certainly not Mark. Right. <laughs> I remember Jim just because I know that he's gonna, you know, the, well, his. Uh, the misfortunes that the Jim scene, goes through. Right. Jim, uh, Jim. Now let's get into the big thing. The music. Yeah. It's so rad. See, that's my thing. The third time around, 
this the first time I watched this, the music actually just made my stomach hurt. <laughs> and I didn't like it. And I didn't like it the second time. But the third time around, it was sort of like I had gotten used to escargot or beer or something like that. And I was like, this music's really funny. It's and, hilarious. Yeah. Dragon sound stinks. <laughs> like Stan Bush levels of stink. I do want a dragon sound t-shirt. Though. Oh, I would. Ki- dude. Yeah. Hey, we can, we we I talked about can, it. We can make that happen. I believe you can buy them from Draft House. Uh, I think we can make sweeter uh, dragon sound t-shirts sure. than what Draft House is selling. Because they're, they're just selling the actual dragon sound uh what what is that called when you had the felt. the felt the fuzzy bump on your shirt where you just glue hot glue gun the letters yeah. that you bought at uh, the the craft store onto your t shirt heat press yeah heat press type shit uh, I think we could design something that would be pretty sweet but uh, that would require Sam uh, getting motivated yeah so, that's a but rough that we, one I, I keep I want to <laughs> sell Dragon Sound t shirts on our website for sure so yeah. we might do that at some point um, but. Here's my deal, and I wonder if you've got more information because of the Draft House re-release. Dragon Sound stinks. Yeah. Uh, their lyrics are completely about this film, written as fast as possible. we got to get some lyrics down. I Boom. F- I feel like they brought in Robert Hamburger to write the lyrics. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, what I noticed when we were watching the credits is that the guy, the Freddie Mercury guy, uh-huh. he wrote like several of those songs right right but then my my problem is anytime dragon sound is not on screen playing music the synth music is fucking awesome yeah you're jacked like you know just good rad 80s synth tough guy music they did designate that and i didn't write it down but in the credits there was a songs by and score by they had two different people i I just wonder if draft house maybe touched things up a little bit in their re-release who's to say it's not the same at all. Dragon Sound stinks. The synth music is awesome. So I don't, I don't know. But either way, even th- that's why, in my opinion, this movie is such a fucking rare gem that makes it accessible for every single person in the world. Uh, is because of the music. You show up for, dude. There's some bullshit that happens in this movie. Quite a bit of it. Uh, but then while you're watching, you're like wow, there's a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. And it's got this great fucking soundtrack that stinks Yeah, that I totally want to own. I think you can listen to it for free on SoundCloud. Yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, <laughs> it might make your stomach hurt the first time. That happened to me. Oh, if you think that I'm not uh, putting a, a, a clip of uh, against the ninja at the end of this episode, you got another thing coming. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else, guys, you want to get into before we start? No, let's dive right in. Uh, no, I want to stop one more. Jackie, I know you want to talk about the clothing. Yes, okay, yes, I do. <laughs> so most of the time, there's no shirts in this movie. Right, well, it's it's a karate movie. Yeah, um, I love the tooth ear- earring thing yes. that uh, the the drug Jeff. dealer brother had, uh-huh. yeah, Jeff. Yeah, it's, like a, it's, it's not a shark, it's more like a tusk. It's a wolf tooth. It's huge. Wolves are big. Yeah, well. Yeah, apparently. It's a dire wolf tooth. How about that? You know, oh, that would be even bigger. Ned Stark is going, hey, how come you got no huge. teeth? That's like a, the size of his My head. My dog got no teeth. Oh. <laughs> Jeff's like, running away from uh, Winterfeld or Winter, uh, 
Winter Place. <laughs> whatever, yep, whatever they got up north there. In Fandom. Sesteros. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since we've seen Game of Thrones. Yeah. It takes too long, to, you know, between seasons. Jackie, okay, close. Okay, so we're going to start off with Jeff because uh-huh. he had the best outfits in my mind. Jeff is a unique bad guy. <laughs> He's got it. He wears everything at least once. You, you may have just yeah. said it, like... Whatever Jeff has got, he's got it. Yeah. Are usually people that have it aren't the leaders of a biker slash ninja gang with dubious uh, villainy intent. Um, So first uh, off. He's quite the fashionista. Yes. He is the most handsome one in the movie. Oh. And I like a hairy man. Yeah, he's hairy. He's very hairy. He's very hairy. So that's probably why I was like, ultimately like, oh my God, a bear, a a man cub. (laughs) I love you. You're a bear man. Um, But, you know, he goes from having this very uh, gorilla Mm -hmm. type of, you know, I'm out actually growing the cocaine on my own. Right, 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 right. To. Yeah, not gorilla. Or is it gorilla or gorilla? Gorilla. Gorilla. Yes. To a very savvy businessman. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then very 80s, you know, like sleeves are cut off and he's got a gold chain Hanging on. Hanging out in a junkyard bad guy. He's yeah. got like bad he's, the music video costumes right. here and there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's got it all. Yeah, he's got it. Yeah. His sleeveless camo, he's got like fatigues. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But then the shoes that he pairs with the fatigues are these like white Adidas sneakers uh-huh. that he tucks... <laughs> The fatigue's into the socks so that you can really see those white Adidas sneakers. You're like, what are you doing, Jeff? What is this? This is, it's brilliant. Why are you not on a runway, sir? Yes, he's, he was my favorite dresser by far. Everybody else, I mean, like, I really didn't get the point of the gym where everybody's working out in a pair of blue jeans. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because was, they're tough guys. <laughs> that's kind of weird. Don't you can never forget that they're messing with the tough guys. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and then Jane's outfits go from I mean they were they were completely 80s, but they're her, so 80s. Her best one was the uh, white outfit. The lace pants. Uh-huh. Yeah, the lace pants. If they would have got the camera any closer you'd be like, I have I can now draw Jane's B from memory. Sure. Yeah. Uh yeah. her it, let's let's throw Jane under the bus a little bit. Uh, I don't know if she, like, you put her in a movie now. If I, if any of us would be like, eh, she's, I don't think you would think that she's hot per se. But you stick her as eighties chick, sure, and you're like, dude, you are eighties lady. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. you have you are the most eighties person I've ever seen in my life, and I think I like it. Uh huh. Yes. And then I like how everybody had a UFC shirt on. Right. For U- UFC. UCF. <laughs> UCF, thank you. Same difference, right? Yes. I mean, they do have battle matches yeah. in between classes, right? Well, right. they're last year's self-proclaimed national champions as hey. well. All right. Yes. they went undefeated. And the Michael Jackson guy, his... Jim. His, Jim because his was his was t- tucked in. Uh-huh. It looked like his said lice. Oh. <laughs> Which was like, oh my God, what is that? No, it's the UFC... Knights, UCF Knights. Yeah, but if you took it in too much, it cuts off part of the letters and it says lice. (laughs) Yeah, it says lice. That's the UFC lice, not the UCF Knights. Uh, All right. Are we ready? You got anything more about fashion? No. Okay. I mean, the ninjas look like ninjas. Yeah, they're just ninjas. They're just ninjas. Are they? We'll get to that later. 
here we go. <clears throat> somewhere in Miami, and by somewhere in Miami, I mean a shot from the ocean. <laughs> a shot from the, somewhere in Miami, Orlando. Right, <laughs> right, right. It's 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 totally in Orlando. They, I bet they probably snuck in some newsreel shots of Miami. I stock think, things. Well, Orlando's uh, landlocked, so when the somewhere in Miami shot is happening that's just off uh, off of the uh, south beach okay so it is miami that we're seeing but why not just say miami <laughs> somewhere in miami like why somewhere in miami some place yeah all th- all places in miami are somewhere in miami just say miami yeah <laughs> like you know what you're getting involved with within the first two seconds yeah. of this film with a title card that says I think somewhere some, in Miami. He's right. He, if you would have just put Miami, I would have jumped up and like, where in Miami, <laughs> God damn it! I need to know! <laughs> this looks like the ocean. This could be anywhere. I need to Google Earth this right where now. Where is this? Somewhere in Miami. Okay, thanks. Oh, thank God yeah. we're vague. <laughs> vague is better than indescript. <laughs> I can't Google Maps that. We should try to Google Maps that and see what happens. <laughs> I'm uh, sure you get something. Yeah. Uh, the somewhere bar or something. It's down It's down in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> when you go in there, everything's blue and leather. Yeah. Uh, speaking of leather, uh, somewhere in Miami, some toughs are just uh, chilling and waiting for the drugs, I guess. It's a drug deal. They've got uh, Mac 9s or 10s, whichever uh-huh. ones, uh-huh. and they're... Wearing sunglasses in the dark, you know that this is a drug deal. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Tubbs and Crockett are are they're, they're they're looking for these guys. Yeah, right now. Yeah, but then we also have the two shots of the biker gang coming into this deal. Well, hold on, uh, that's not the biker gang, Jackie. Yes, it is. No, the ninjas are all in the grass and stuff. No, those nope. are the biker ninjas, Jackie. The ninjas. Ah, uh, no, we'll have to get to that later because the bikers and the ninjas are sort of different. The uh, Trust me on this. When the ninjas leave after this scene, they are the ones on motorcycles. I think he just has friends that are... He has ninjas, but in his private life, he's friends with bikers. <laughs> right. It's all The bikers confusing. and the ninjas aren't the same people, though. Because <laughs> there's too many bikers no, and there's not as many let, ninjas. Let's, let's do this. Let's do <laughs> Harley guys and ninjas on ninjas. Sure, sure. Those are the two gangs. The right now we have some unattached drug dealers uh-huh. and ninjas who do not appear in the rest of this movie. They have nothing well, they, to do the with the fucking it. shit killed out of them. They well, can't yeah, come back. De- they are quite dead. Uh, yeah, the ninjas uh, they steal the coke, sort of. They, as I wrote down, only take some of the drugs. Right. They're. I think they're mostly in it for the Japanese candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the box, and they're like, yes, now we don't have to pay import taxes. Right, no kidding. Because they don't over-open the box once they get back to the dojo. They sure. just steal the box, and there's Coke on the table. They yeah. leave some, and then they get back, and the boss is like, yes, you forgot the money, you stupid idiots. And they're like, oh, shit. That He's like, it's okay, I got the money. How much of the drugs did you get? Slightly more than we left behind. Japanese candy. Uh, we love it. But we did bring more than we left, so that's better than nothing. <laughs> we got an entire box of onion cookies. Onion cookies? Gross! What about the Coke? Which flavor of the ramen? Is it the spicy? Because that gives me the diarrhea. Uh, they Seriously, when they fucking leave, there's four giant Ziploc bags of Coke 
left on the table. And that's they, like six million dollars. Sure. And one guy sort of tries to handful out the open bag into the box, like it's gonna stay there loose. <laughs> right. like, I'll le- I'll grab this loose heroin painstakingly and leave these four sealed bags right here. <laughs> it just leaks out of this out of his motorcycle. There's a trail of yeah. uh, of powder all the way back he to headquarters. Yeah. The headquarters scene should have just gone longer where everybody got individual report cards for how shitty they did. Jim, you're getting a D minus, not an F because you did try to grab heroin. You just you, grabbed the loose stuff. You did get the onion cookies. And you did get the onion cookies. <laughs> Even though they're fucking disgusting. If you've ever had an onion cookie, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you can imagine. They're onion cookies. (laughs) All right, so, yeah, the head ninja, whose name is Yoshida. Ooh, nice pickup. I said three times and I don't know what his name is. Hey, well, we live in the future. We've got IMDb and I can just look, right? Um, So he is white ninja and he runs a ninja clan, the Miami Ninjas, as he references later, which uh, my experience of Miami is uh, Miami. Miami is fairly limited. Uh, I have been there, but I have uh, not been there. I'm pretty sure there's not ninjas in Miami. I mean, that's just a hunch. I, I bet guess. the Cubans would fuck them up. Right. Uh, so he runs the the Miami Ninjas and is bros or brothers. I'm not real sure because they're clearly not related uh, to Jeff. Well, he's his brother later. Yeah. He's his brother, but one's name is Jeff. One's name is Yoshida. Yeah. So maybe a Again, different dad we're gonna there's a lot of things we're gonna have to work out at the end of this thing relationship wise yeah so so uh yoshida's pissed that the, his ninjas didn't grab the money you think he would get new ninjas like, well he grabbed the money himself he's right, still teaching but him. you still wait he runs the miami ninjas he's got a lot of like, time not, invested in these ninjas you're not starting the miami ninjas like this is an idea like hey let's see how it goes guys i know a little bit about ninjas maybe we could uh maybe i could train you up and we could start like our own ninja thing he's like I run the mighty Miami Ninja. I I think your Ninja Clan sucks, bud. It does. They can't even do what they're supposed to do. They just get the onion cookies. One of them tried to grab loose powder Not to and mention, put it into a box. What's your motivation here? Because ninjas are assassins, not thieves. They did kill the shit out of those guys. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if that's assassinating them. No, but they no. killed them. They're 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 playing loosey goosey with the ninja rules, right? Sure. Here. Uh, there is some ninja magic later that doesn't come back. But Maybe it's not ninja magic. Anyways. He's got money and drugs now, and so he gets to Jeff mm-hmm. so that Jeff can move the drugs. Yeah, right. That's how that business relationship works. Uh, elsewhere, Dragon Sound has uh, exploded onto the Miami music scene, as it were. Um, you've got uh, Gloria Stefan. You know, she's down there doing her thing. Uh-huh. And... Uh, I imagine Menudo might Menudo, stop by once or twice. Miami Sound Machine, move over. We've got Dragon Sound. Dragon Sound inbound. <laughs> Dragon Sound inbound. This is the the music of the future, according to the nightclub owner. Right. Yeah, they've got a gig at a nightclub. And it is not just any nightclub, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. This is the nightclub in Miami. Oh, it's like Studio 54 or something? Yeah. Okay, I missed That's that. That's what he says. I thought it was just some schmo club. No, this is the premier nightclub. Okay. Everybody wants to be in here, yeah. including the lady who is jumping up and down and swirling her boobs in uh-huh. different directions sure, 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 sure. underneath her shirt. And I'm thinking, wow, those are some really floppy titties. <laughs> <laughs> so 
<laughs> she's gonna be on the prices right later because uh, uh, that's what i remember <laughs> and they kept cutting back to her and i'm like well i guess that's one way to get into a movie <laughs> uh yeah it's such a popular club that uh yoshida and jeff have decided to go and have a take a night off and enjoy some sweet licks from the dragon sound who are playing well, I think that Jeff moves the drugs through this club. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay, so he's moving the drugs, but are they doing the drug deal there? Like, are they like, here's some drugs? See, that's what doesn't make sense. Like, maybe this Yoshida guy is kicking different bags in different directions. Because if you're moving them through a club, uh-huh. you're basically the guy in the corner that's selling out, you know little bags of have fun tonight right, right, right. quantities yeah, yeah, not yeah. making major deals here's an entire uh, uh six boxes of uh onion cookies and coke yeah if it's if he's if this is his base of operations it makes no sense <laughs> because he has a base of operations later in the movie and it's a gym right right that has like a weird drug dealer office yeah i think that they're, they're just taking the night off to to go hear the sweet sounds of dragon sound who are playing uh friends forever Friends for Eternity. Yeah. Uh, this Written by stinks. Robert Hamburger. <laughs> yeah, all, I don't know, man. I mean, yeah. you're messing with the tough guys is really bad, but Friends Forever, Friends for Eternity, the the writing is awful. <laughs> I, I really thought that uh, it reminded me of My Little Ponies. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. They did much better. <laughs> when, you know, they're having the montage of. You know, the ponies running around uh-huh. together and they're playing and a pony falls down and you Friends help it forever. up. Uh, it reminds me of Friday like, by Rebecca Black. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday, yeah. Friday. Saturday is the day that comes after that. It's, it's that, that kind bad. of writing. Uh, and it's awesome. The, the one thing, again, we should reference and or, or, or applaud this film for is these shitty songs by dragon sound play for their entire length it's not like they're playing in the background and there's some dialogue happening over in the corner a fist fight breaks out or something like that we get dragon sound music videos yeah and i love it it's like they when yk kim saw the french connection was like ooh, and he saw some shaw brothers movies he was like oh <laughs> and then he saw purple rain and was like okay <laughs> Now we've got the recipe for a blockbuster, gentlemen. <laughs> Let's go. And, and I love that at this point, Jane is the official band clapper. She is. She, she appears not to have a job in the band. She is just the clapper right now. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't have a musical instrument. She's just standing up there making eyes at every dude on stage. She's. And then clapping in the background like, yay, I'm on drugs. She's Courtney Cox in that Bruce Springsteen video. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened before the previous song, because we only see the one song. Um, but either way, she plants one on John, who is the tall bass player. Yeah. And uh, Jeff is like, motherfucker, that's my sister. And Yoshida's like, hey, isn't that your sister up there? You really need to do something about her. She's embarrassing you or yeah. something like she likes shitty music why why is she making out with michael phelps yeah well, uh, that's a, i mean if she's making out with michael phelps she's doing good i am the leader of the miami ninjas and also a drug thief and i'm really worried about your sister bro and a biker enthusiast yeah and i just don't know why i fucking care about this relationship between some clearly floozy and a bass player she's 
having fun, man. She's, She's 18, a, 19. Let her, uh, let her bang some, you know, band members once in a while. Yeah. What do you care? I personally like to go back to what Sam said. Uh-huh. That uh, Yoshido uh-huh. has glam shots on his motorcycle <laughs> where he's, you know, he's got his neckerchief yeah. on right. and his sweet, uh, you know, cop glasses. That it's are, like a, he, it's a it's an airbrushed version of him as Elvis yeah. on the tank. <gasps> yes. Uh, oh, no, I've got it, guys. I've got it. This whole movie isn't a misunderstanding about drug dealing and territory and revenge and honor. It's about fashion. Because, as we said, Jeff has it. Yeah. And Yoshida wants it. It. And uh, uh, Jane has 80s it. Yeah, she does. And she's palling around with these shirtless Shirtless guys. Yeah. We don't have room for shirtless guys in this. Get her out of here. She's supposed to be one of us fashionistas. And so that's what it's all about. (laughs) I bet that Michael Phelps fucker wears wears a faded polo later, that son of a bitch. He's a total faded polo douche. He does in the next scene. Right. (laughs) I'm just stating what actually happens in the movie. Yeah, it's all about fashion. Um, So later, after, after, uh, I guess, the next day or whenever, uh, Jane's in programming class at UCF because that's where, which I think is kind of, like, cool. (laughs) Yeah. You know, she's in programming class in, like, 1980, what is this, 87? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool, Uh, nerdy thing. Here's a fun fact. Uh The guy that does a really bad job acting as the professor of Uh computer studies is actually the University of Central Florida's professor of computer studies. That's fantastic. Well, his team did get fourth in the competition. And he's proud. He's like, yeah, that's awesome. That's there were cool. only four teams competing. <laughs> but you know what? We came in fourth. Top Woo! 10. <laughs> yeah. So John comes in to get her, and he is being so, oh, my God. He sucks. Oh. For, yeah. Like, what is he doing here? Because the rest of the movie, he's fairly contained. He's just kind of a doofus looking like Michael Phelps. Like, Michael, let's be honest. Michael Phelps is ripped as shit, right? He's a, he's a human sure. specimen. You take everything from the neck up, he's a little doofy. He's a little doofy. I mean, Peyton Manning's also a little doofy. A little doofy. Uh, you know, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Sure. But what he's doing here is like, get this fucking guy off screen. Yep. This he's... is when you know that this man is not boning the sister. No. She's way out of his league. Because yeah. he's going to do something like that, uh-huh. trying to get the Buddha. The and Buddha. Buddha. The booty. <laughs> and uh, uh, Buddha and booty are two different things. <laughs> not if you smoke as many drugs as I do. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. I was talking about the religious leader and pirate's treasure. Oh, okay. Well, you're young. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll just let that one go, honey. But, you know, you know that if he, that's going to be his move, right? They're uh-huh. going to be at the drive-in or something. Or he's going to be like, come over to my house and watch a movie. I'm yeah. making children's faces at you. And then he's going to go in for the kiss. She'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, seriously, right now. She's like, yeah, everything just dried up and sucked itself back in. <laughs> <laughs> it's closed, buddy. It's closed. Do not serve. Um, yeah, so he gets her. And she's like, oh, it's so great to be with you. Um, it seems like they've been going out for a little while. I mean, they're fairly huggy onto each Three other. Three years and she still hasn't gone to second base. Right. Well, and he's like, I want to meet your family. Well, I don't have any family. Um, They're all dead except for my brother, but I don't really like my him. My brother Jeff 
and his brother, who may or may not be my brother. No, he's, he's, I'm telling you, they're bros, not brothers. Uh, dude, this is the worst monologue, though, in the entire movie. Uh, it's really bad. And you can tell that she has memorized it mm-hmm. in small, you know, like, my mom had a really rough life. She was a single mom because my dad left. <laughs> yeah, she's counting. She's yeah. visibly counting beats on screen. Yeah, she's like, one, two, three. And she's counting four, and you're like, it just said beat once. <laughs> you don't need to count to one. Fuck, lady. Yeah, she's definitely counting it off in her head <sighs> to try to make it sound more realistic. But you don't feel bad for her at all. And then my brother, he's paying for my college, and I have a really nice dorm room. Uh-huh. And my brother's taking care of me because my par- my parents both died, I think, because they were heroin addicts. I don't know. I missed Her that Her dad part. went out to get a pack of smokes and never came back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he left for with a younger lady, and then he died mysteriously like a month later. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, so. No, I thought mom got shot or something, and then dad died after, not long after that. But it wasn't because of heartbreak. Anyways, Jane's backstory is really not that interesting. But what it does get involved is that uh, she's got a brother and she doesn't really like him. And uh, Jim's like, or John's like, okay, cool. Uh, I'll, let's meet him. She's like, well, that's fine because he's here to pick me up today. He's Wait, right there. I thought you just said you don't like him and you don't really do much with him. Yeah. But he's here to pick you up even though I am picking you up right now. Uh, okay. I'll go with it because you know what? I'm kind of an idiot. Yeah. And you live on campus. So well, you've obviously made plans with this brother. And that later when we see them leave a gig, only the guys leave in the car. So uh-huh. girls aren't allowed in their Skylark. <laughs> no. Well, they do take her to the beach. That's true. Oh, so that do. they can make out on the lawn chair <laughs> right. in, the, in the ocean. I didn't know if they made her walk on her own. I don't remember seeing her in the car. She is. Uh, uh, anyways. Sucks. Uh Jeff pulls up with his entire gang. Like, they're a biker gang of drug pushers at some at some uh, uh, tier on the drug distribution uh, network. These guys are involved, and they're ha- hanging out yeah. in, in their drug cave like you know, like Skeletor does, you sure. know, with his minions. Uh, and and he's just like, uh, I gotta go pick up my little sister. Uh, I'd like it if you guys came and represented and nobody said, we're trying to run a business here, buddy. But sure, fuck it. Let's go pick up your sister in the middle of the afternoon in broad daylight as a, as a clear gang. Convoy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nobody's gonna fucking have a brother. They won't draw any attention to us. Us drug dealers. Yeah. Uh, just so you can, like, look cool, I guess. But even not then, because you're picking up your sister. You're, you suck as a boss. Well, they suck as employees. You look at them, and you know what I think? College hipsters haven't changed in 35 years. No. <laughs> but you know the other thing though is how does that work if jeff pulls up right because he's in a mercedes right he's in a 380 sl <laughs> right so he pulls up which is the... a, a a real estate agent's car let's face it <laughs> <laughs> but he pulls up to the stoplight and there's a hot chick that's trying to hit on him uh-huh. and then he's got all these yahoos behind him how does that work yeah she's like hey how's it going and the guy behind him in the next car is like fuck you bitch don't talk to my boss and he's like <laughs> really frank really and then the guy next to him in the car is like i don't know she's like a seven out of ten she's like you know what fuck you betty and then he pulls out somebody pulls out a baseball bat and hits her in the head 
Right. This all could turn to shit at any point in time and not clearly not how you run a, a drunk business or no. whatever it is you guys do. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> Jeff's like, where'd you find that son of a bitch? And yeah. then punches him right in the mouth, <laughs> punches John right in the mouth for zero reason. Yeah. Like, I guess no man can come around my sister. Well, he yeah. tells her later, that guy is scum. You need to date somebody who is... Why is he scum? Because he's a stupid bass player, and he dresses like a doofer. And yeah, it's all about fashion. You're right. Yeah, and he even tells her. He's like, you need, to, you need to date somebody who dresses better and that is going somewhere in life. You need to go out with uh, Anthony Michael Hall. Who's yeah. that? What? <laughs> what? Are you kidding me right now? Anthony Michael Hall? It's like saying... I'm going to throw the chair through the window. <laughs> Who is How that? How do you not know who fucking Anthony Michael Hall is? Who is it? Who's Charlie Sheen? Good God. <laughs> <Who's> Damn. <laughs> what the fuck? Who is that? Who's Johnny oh. Depp? <laughs> Just give me the movie he was in. Oh, oh the one? He <laughs> was the king of the 80s. So who is he? Who's Val Kilmer? <laughs> it was Russ in Christmas Vacation. Actually, no, First Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, nobody wants to date that kid. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Rusty? Well, that was when he was a kid. He blossomed into a handsome man. Uh, that uh, German lady with the really great cans in the European vacation. I don't think he was him in that. No, I thought she, like a, no, a that's Rusty. Guy. I'm just saying. You yeah. know, Rusty oh, my Sussum. God. I, no, not even in the 80s did I think that kid was handsome. Oh, shit. Now, uh, Russ, uh, Russ, Anthony and Michael Hall was in uh, Weird Science. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he was a loser in that, too. Yeah. No, he, no, he's he not always, a handsome dude. He always played the loser, but he's a, he's a big deal. And, a, you know, fashion forward type right, of guy. He, Sam's got a picture of him. Uh, there. He is uh, the villain in uh, Edward Scissorhands. Look at those sunglasses. Dude, that he's kid. not cool. Show me oh, a picture shit. of him as an adult. Well, he's an old guy now. Well, let's see. He's Winona Brider's boyfriend in Edward Scissorhands. Oh, oh you're yeah. right. He did turn into something quite handsome. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but it's... No, okay. Yeah, he's a handsome man. Okay, anyway, so let's... Let's go back to the movie that yeah. Anthony Michael Hall's not in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, punches him out. Dragon Sound comes running up. They're like, dude, what's your problem? And he's... You don't scare me at all. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He he says that. Goodbye. And Whatever you say, you don't scare me at all. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> it's, like, it's like AOL just hung up. Yeah. Uh, then some shit happens at the nightclub that is beyond words. <laughs> the I, there's a guy that used to be in a band or is in a band that was the act before. Dragon sound. Dragon sound, because you only have three songs performed at a nightclub uh-huh, all week, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and he's lost his job because his music is too old sounding. Uh, it's for old people, is what the club yeah. manager says. You don't know your shit. Get out of here. Your music's for old people. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're just making it hard on me, buddy. He says, you don't know what music? Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> And then he says a bunch of stuff that is not... They're words in English that just don't piece together in any way. It's amazing. Shape or sound. All while these guys are having a kung fu battle. (laughs) Well, they're not having a battle because the owner of the club just kung fus the fuck out of all of them. Right. Out of his place. And then the guy... 
from the, the band leaders like, you don't give me a hard time. I'll chew your ass. I'll chew your ass. Like, <laughs> you just beat up your whole band. And you're telling him not to give you a hard time because you'll chew his ass. That doesn't <laughs> right. make any it's not, sense. I'll chew your ass out. It's I will chew your ass. Period. <laughs> and he can't even do that because if he tries to get his mouth close to the guy's ass, he'll just kung fu him again. You know what I like, though, is that the very next scene, we see this band, right? Uh-huh. And the band leader has a gaping head wound that is behind his gauze. And he's just bleeding out. It's like, okay, so. No, that's later because that's after Dragon Sound beats him up. Yeah, right. Uh, anyways. The Jeff has now met with Yoshida again, mm-hmm. and they have decided that they better get uh, Jane away from Dragon Sound. And I quote, so that they can control that area. Mm-hmm. Dragon Sound isn't only fucking up their fashion contest, they're also preventing that territory from being opened up. I guess maybe because, like, Mark is against drugs or something, and they never said that. Like, hey, Mark from Dragon Sound, if we go into that territory where they hang out, the University of Central Florida, a pretty hot place to be selling yeah. coke in the 80s, uh, he'll come in there and, like, do that uh, vigilante, get these drugs out of here, sure. go Nancy Reagan shit. They got a hit song that made it didn't make it off the cutting room floor. Was- right. Stop it doing the drugs right now. <laughs> Just say no because Nancy says yes. <laughs> yeah. All 80s movies are about drug dealers being bad, even though the people making them are snorting coke <laughs> right. off of the cinematographer's head. <laughs> Just say no to drugs say no. and give me more. <laughs> more drugs. Do you need to get rid of your drugs? <laughs> Just put them in my hand. I can take care of that. <laughs> put them inside of me. <laughs> All of the drugs. Get a t-shirt cannon and shoot them in my face. <laughs> Poof, white magic everywhere. That's about uh, as good as, that's as much thought as Dragon Sound put into yeah, their lyrics sure. as we just did. Um, so back at uh, the club later that night, Dragon Sound performs against the ninja, which explains the entire plot of the movie before it gets before started. Before it happens. like, And she's now the singer of the band, right, not Jane, just a groupie. Yeah, Jane's a front man. James, this is where we get the sweet lace pants. Mm-hmm. Sure. And also, I will say that it was a good choice because the guy with the mustache sucked at singing. <laughs> so they've really actually made some positive steps here by promoting her to singer. Yeah. But yes, she then says that she explains the conflict of the movie that is yet to happen. Right. Uh, after they leave the club, they get fire followed. Uh, they get followed by uh, the rival band. Who, and their support gang, because there's like 30 of there's them. There's like 50 of them. There's a ton of these dudes, and they're all ready to fucking murder Dragon Sound. Yeah. Uh, I, I did not realize that the music business was so competitive. Right, right. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, imagine how many people Britney Spears had to kill. <laughs> she started her career off when she was like what fourteen. Imagine how many people Britney Spears would have killed if she knew Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so they block off the street and they've got uh, Dragon Sound trapped and they start screaming at him. And the lead guy comes up. And he's like, "You don't know shit. I lost my job because you, you." Get out! You're giving me a bad time, bullshit! 
He says stuff that doesn't make sense. Get then, out of jail! And he starts hitting the hood of their car with his jacket. Like, that's fucking threatening at all. You know what this is? Uh, not to bring it all back to uh, modern times, but this is totally like, uh, you took our job, get out of our country. Yeah. You took my job. I lost my job because, you know, get your get your Asian shit out of here. Yep. <laughs> It's all just modern day, uh, you know, white nationalism sure. all over again. Uh, just because he can't play cover Bobby Ocean six times in a row right, anymore. Right. It's not because uh, Dragon Sound took your job. It's because you were unqualified for your yeah. job. <laughs> you just wandered around with a microphone yelling obscenities. <laughs> Bullshit! Which later will become, you know, a really good way to make uh, death metal. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're just, you're just ahead of your time, yeah, buddy. He's, <laughs> he's super ahead of his time. <laughs> Uh, later he would go on a forum talking. Uh, <laughs> oh, talking had been around for years. Yeah, talking. At this point, they were playing parking lots. They were in the low <laughs> stage. <clears throat> so then, Dragon Sound beats the crap out of fifty armed men. Sure, like not even a competition. They beat the shit out of these guys. Well, they suck at fighting. They all. Six of them got beat up by a club owner. I don't know if you have to suck at fighting when you've got fucking chains. You just swing them around. They're chains. Yeah, they missed. I guess. Well, and you know, the only person that doesn't run in Dragon Sound Mm -hmm. is Kim. Mark. Mark, yeah. Mark. He's the only one that does not run. The rest of them all run and like hide behind buildings and hit people and shit. Yeah. As they come around the corner because they can't fight 50 people uh, except mark, mark because he's yeah. fucking street justice mopping up right mark's a badass in this yeah. movie so that's over they go back to dragon sound hq uh which they all live together in like this like ranch style house it's like a three-bedroom job yeah. <laughs> i think two of them are shacking up next to each other which makes jacking off awkward yep well more does it i don't know these guys are pretty close uh jim gets a letter in the mail <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do you you do me it's not gay if we dug on each other's wieners, right? No, it is. Let's just have sex with each other's butts then. Okay. Let's go all the way. Uh, Jim gets a letter in the mail. It's from his dad. It's not. Or who is it from then? It's from, no, it's like, it's the letter. This is so weird <laughs> because he doesn't get the letter from his dad until later. So this letter, he's being weird about like, oh, give me my letter, give me my letter. And then he starts crying because the letters that he didn't find his dad. <laughs> Like somebody somebody sent him a letter saying, hey, you just want to let you dad. know, we didn't find your dad. But here's his old military picture. Right. This is what he used to look like. Okay. So they sent him, or did he have that already? Oh, he called Unsolved Mysteries. That's what happened. Oh, I don't know. I Robert, don't know. Robert Stack sent him a letter. It was weird because this picture is now all of a sudden, I thought it fell out of the envelope, but it, he could have just had it in his wallet or I something. Yeah, yeah I he pulled know. this picture out of his wallet, I thought. Maybe okay. maybe maybe he's excited about receiving a letter, hoping and hoping that it's from his dad. But it turns out it was just Publishers Clearinghouse. Yep. And uh, he's like, God damn it! I've already got subscriptions to everything, and I still haven't won. <laughs> right. So I can't do any more now. Oh, by the way, uh, I'm looking for my dad, guys. And it seems like this is a problem because Mark's face seems disappointed he is he's very upset i thought we were all orpans orpans <laughs> and that, one of the rules of dragon sound was that we to, had to be orpans to be an orpan you're not an orpan <laughs> what is an orpan orphan jackie it's just he can't say it he couldn't say it <laughs> oh 
I didn't get what the hell he was oh talking about. Oh my god! You this whole time you didn't realize they were orphans. <laughs> what no, is, you what were is like an orpan. Orpan is like, that like uh, so Eastern that, astrology? Yeah, and so like the next time when they're talking about the world tour where their parents and stuff are from. Yeah, they're not orphans. They're not orphans. Oh, God. I, they're like, yeah, my parents are from Israel, and maybe my parents are from Italy. And none of Maybe only Mark is an orpan, and he had this illusion in his mind this whole time. Like, <laughs> yeah, guys, we all like each other because we're orpans. We're orpans. And, and they're like, Mark, no, you're 38. My dad lives on 36th Street. Yeah. This is actually, we're renting this house from my father right. for free because we're all dickheads and none of us can possibly make any money. How dare you lie to me? We're supposed to be Orpans. <laughs> so maybe they didn't understand And he's not even either. an Orpan because his uncle owns the Chinese right. restaurant. I never knew who my father was. Only his brother. <laughs> what the shit? Okay, so uh, yeah, uh, Jim is pretty sad because uh, he didn't find his his dad, but uh, th- it seems to just affect him for one night, and that's the end of that motivation. Because uh, the next morning they go to the beach and catcall all the beach ladies really poorly, very very poorly. The guy that looks like Oats tries to cost a woman who and then he gets shoved over onto another woman uh-huh. and then willfully falls face first into her boobs and then proceeds to get beaten up by bikini ladies yeah yeah but he stays there because it's the most action he's had all week yeah yeah this is not how you do it uh guys uh so that's over well no john and uh what's jane make out <laughs> and it's like one of those folding sunbathing chairs i uh, thought they were called banana chairs but they're not lounge chair it's yeah in their in the wave area like you wonder how many times they just got pelted by big waves trying to shoot this scene and then the scene's over for no reason uh rival band guy goes to uh jeff's gym the the biker gang headquarters of crime i think that these guys because jeff's guys aren't bikers they're just beardos no just boys are bikers no there's a biker there's they're all is. on bikes at the beginning of the movie That's not, not, the, not the very beginning of the movie but the first time we see jeff they're on no they're not bikers. no they're not bikers they're they're beardos beardos in real estate ladies cars yeah, yeah. you're right they're not a biker gang okay and they all have right. a gym that they don't work out at because they're either skinny or fat yeah and uh, jeff has an office in the back of it yeah okay uh he, the rival gang guy, is like, I'm hiring you to take out Dragon Sound, which is what it seems like he did the first time when he had all those guys in the fucking street and it didn't work out yeah. and they all got their ass kicked. Maybe you just try to find another bar. I mean, like, if you play music for old people, hey, guess what? You live in Florida. Boco Del Vista's right up the road, sure. <laughs> You can play you for can Jerry's parents anytime you want. Anytime. Instead, <laughs> you're going to be like, all right, I got a proposition for you. Uh, you beat these guys up and I'll give you all the money I make when I take their job back. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense for me, but you're getting a two birds with one stone situation where you get to fuck over your sister's boyfriend. Right. And so Jeff's cash. like, fucking sure. Yeah, I'll dude. do it. All right, cool. I was going to do that anyways. Uh, meanwhile, Dragon Sound is uh, beating the shit out of each other in uh, the UCF campus. Yeah. Do you think that I'm going to burn this question now? Uh-huh. Do any of Dragon Sound actually go to college? Or are they just hanging out there? There's no scenes where they're in a classroom. No, they do some taekwondo on the lawn. They bother the students that actually are in class. Uh Uh-huh. Well, Michael Phelps was 
in class. What? Which class? He came out of a door. He they came did? out of a door. Yeah. yeah. They all came out of door wearing UCF shirts. Which you can do and still not go to college. In fact, if you go to the college, there's a very low chance that you're going to wear a shirt while you're there. So they're like, we are the students of UCF. See our shirts. See? Look at us, Earth people. We are regular Earth yes. men. Yes. Well, and later he says that he has to study. And he's got a book and he's working on his homework. What? I don't remember it, that That part. was when everybody was reading in the dark. Yeah, everybody was reading in the dark and then the Oates character was writing music. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I think I think John is reading uh, something more like Dante's Inferno. Oh, I think he's reading Daniel Steele. Well, he started with Daniel, he started with Dante's Inferno and then was like, this isn't violent enough. I need to go to Daniel Steele. It's why he doesn't, able, he's never able to actually get past second base is because he doesn't realize that they're metaphors for penis and vagina. Right, correct. He's like, we have to find a canyon and, like, get in a train. She's like, no, you don't. (laughs) God (laughs) damn it. Metaphors. Uh, No, I think he's, he's, well, we know that he's a psychopath at the end of this movie. He's not reading Daniel Steele, Sam. He's reading about the ninth ring of hell where he wants to go to. Um, So... Anyways, maybe maybe John does. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? We definitely know Mark doesn't go to UCF. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they just hang out in this campus and like start doing demos of Taekwondo. Yeah. Later though, and it's really bad like the here, let me attack you with this knife and I'll stop Slowly. and then you can disarm me. Right. If I hold still, it looks really bad. This isn't shadow boxing or sparring. This is demoing. It sucks. Yeah. Oof. Uh, and it's and it takes a while too. Uh, Later, Jake, they have the conversation about the world tour. Uh huh. When yeah, Jack, unnamed, Jack wants to quit the band. Yeah, and he's like, "We could." It's just Jeff and his stupid cocaine. Yeah, there's too much violence. There's too much violence going on in the world today because of our band. I think we should stop. And then two seconds later, he's like. But I also think we should go on a world tour where we promote uh, peace and goodwill. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Well, they're that popular now. You know, two songs at a nightclub. Right. That's all it takes. They beat the shit out of some people. They're on top, Justin. That is all it takes, Jackie, to uh, dominate the world music market and uh, play Budokan, I guess, Mm -hmm. and say hi to your dad while you're there. And then Mark goes, but guys... (laughs) We're not supposed to have parents. <laughs> Eight. Uh, so uh, they can't go on world tour yet because first out, they have to help out Mark's uncle uh, at the Chinese restaurant who I guess has been having some problems with some ruffians. Yeah. So they go there, but it's too late because he already kicked the shit out. He of already all kicked of them. the shit out of all the ruffians and they're like, yeah, that was awesome. And he's like, I'm sorry for that. <laughs> I'm so sorry I had to beat those guys up in front of you. <laughs> for not paying their check. And then he starts saying stuff about Taekwondo like it's really humble, but he's flexing the whole time he's doing it. <laughs> it's not about muscle. Look at my bicep. It's not about this huge bicep. It's about heart and brain <laughs> and this bicep right here. Dragon Sound gets a note to go meet Jeff at the railroad tracks. Sure. It's a railroad 
it is all tracks and it goes a long ways. Yeah. Where at the railroad tracks? The tracks. The tracks, not the rail yard where they go. Right. Say the railroad yard. That's that's what that place is. Well, you know, and then they're pissed because Dragon Sound shows up late. <laughs> you know, they got to find them first. Well, okay. They're so just driving along the track here, going, all right, keep your eyes peeled. They're out here somewhere. Here's why Dragon Sound shows up late is because they go the next day because Gene goes to meet Jeff at the gym and she's like, hey, dude, stop messing with the Dragon Sound. And he's like, stop dating that dude. You're my sister and I, I'm going to take care of you and you need to clean up your act. And it's all about passion. And she's like, Harumph. Back off, buddy, mister. <laughs> You're such a jerk. I'm a grown woman, and I can make my own decisions. Then can I have $500? Never talk to this guy again. Exactly. Has the hall guy been kidnapped yet? No. Oh. Uh, so now they're hungry for pizza. No, stop. So then they go down, and uh, they pull into the railroad. That's right. So they the rail yard. And the bikers... And the rival band are, or not the bikers, uh, Jeff's group and uh, the Beardos and the rival band are all there. Yeah. And there's lots of running and fighting uh, until the cops come. And then they all bail. Get away. But the Beardos get beat up pretty nice. Pretty nice, yeah. Elsewhere, Yoshida is with his biker gang. There's a lot of them. Meeting up with some tough guys. That's the name of the song. Yep. His biker gang. This is why I think he's a biker enthusiast Mm -hmm. on the side while having a ninja uh, battalion. Because there is not enough ninjas. There's so many bikers in this scene. Yeah. Because he went, they shot this at a biker bar. Yeah. And these are just actual bikers. These aren't cast members or extras. They're just guys being bikers yep they shot for a couple days at this place and the bikers would do whatever they wanted yeah provided the beer was free yeah that's, that's how the real story it works i mean even stole coal doesn't have that level of, of authenticity no. to it. i mean these women are just like <laughs> taking their shirts off and shaking their boobs around without being asked probably and really not being asked like the i, I would ask for them to stop it because they're gross <laughs> That's my understanding, though, is that that's kind of the lifestyle. Let's go to Sturgis. Let's go to f- some place where they got attractive women if we're going to go to see tits, dude. I mean, honestly, it's not real my bag to, to go, like, travel across the country just to see some tits. I mean, let's face it, you know, we live in a modern age, and if you need to know what a booby looks like, you go on the internet. But, dude, I am, like, gross. Mm-hmm. Yucky. Blah. Yeah. Some of them are okay. No, they're not. No. They're all, none of them have teeth and their, their boobs are gross, dude. There was a lot of real bikers doing real biker things. Yes, very yes. much so. But this is also where we get a really important piece of Jeff's wardrobe. Okay. The Colorado uh-huh. Outward Bound School. Right. What is that? <laughs> I don't know, but it, it sounds like a... You know, K through 12 school. He's wearing a white ball cap while... And a red the, cutoff sweatshirt. While in the background, you're messing with the tough guys. <laughs> Jeff, you going golfing later, buddy? Because that's not tough. <laughs> that's what it looks like. Yeah. With his Sherpa seat covers that he has on his car. And they don't even roll up in motorcycles. 
him and his gang, his beardos, mm-hmm. roll up in a crappy truck. Right. And then once again, he's in his Mercedes uh-huh. with a dude sitting next to him. You're looking at the tough guys. Yeah. Uh, th- and then he's like, hey, man, how's the drug stuff going? And Yoshida's like, let's not talk about business. We're just here to have fun. Hey, what about killing dragon sound? Mm-hmm. I, wait, I thought we weren't supposed to be talking about business and getting drunk and uh, probably getting stabbed by bikers later. Yoshida also tries, well, mostly succeeds in making out with the bartender. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's like, hey, what are you doing? let's talk about this later. I'm going to make out with this 60-year-old lady for no reason. <laughs> he does that a couple of times, though. Yeah, he really likes this lifestyle. Uh-huh. Like, he, I think that secretly he's just trying to make enough money that he can buy a place like this and just be a biker forever. Yeah, he he wants to get out of the fashion business. <laughs> out of the fashion ninja <laughs> drug business. Well, he's already got his <coughs> custom motorcycle. Mm-hmm. With a yeah, airbrushed him Elvis. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, Dragon Sound, uh, they're leaving school uh, in the uh, aforementioned uh, UCF shirt scene. Yeah. Where, hey, cl- we go to school here, right, Earthmen? Um, you know what pretending to be a student does? Right. Makes you hungry for pizza. Yeah, let's go to the restaurant. He yells, Are you guys hungry? Pizza! <laughs> All right, number one. <laughs> yeah. So then they go to pizza. Number one, okay. Uh, yeah, they go to the restaurant. Well, outside, John Oates is uh, parking the car uh-huh. and gets nabbed. Gets That's nabbed. Freddie Mercury. He looks like John Oates. He's more Oates looks like than Mercury. Freddie yeah. Mercury had short hair, honey. And his uh, mustache was a little more kempt. Right. All right. So he gets nabbed, and yeah. uh, they take him to the junkyard. Sure. And take his picture. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> inside joke. Maybe it's not. I put it on Twitter a while ago. Follow me on Twitter. You know what I'm talking about. Sexy junkyard. Uh, Dragon Sound sneaks in. After they finish their pizza and take a four-hour nap. Right, but it seems like. They've, they don't realize how do they know where John Oates is and why they take so long. Right. It's night now. They're like, oh, we should finish our pizza. We are hungry. <laughs> and you know what happens if you eat too much pizza? Nap time. Well, in between all this, there's a scene where Jane walks into the gym. Yeah. <coughs> past some dudes just freelancing and then walks out. Yeah. Maybe she got like info. Like there's a scene that's we're supposed to infer where. Dragon sounds like, well, we don't know where he is. Let's send Jane into her brother's office and yeah. see if he knows. We'll take a nap during that time. Yeah. She goes into the office and she's, she's like, Jeff, where's, uh, where's, yeah. where's you? Where's you? And there's a note on the door that says, everything you need to know is at the junkyard. At the junkyard. Don't talk to the three dickheads outside my office. They don't make any sense. They also don't even work here or have memberships. The one guy, oh, they're freelancing hard. Big time. And the fat guy, when she walks up, she's like, have you seen Jeff? He goes, I ain't seen nobody since 1962. <laughs> Where do you even come up with that horse shit? What he means That's is that he funny. hasn't seen his dick since 1962. Oh, uh, um, even though he was, hmm. looks like he was born in 73. Right. Anyway. So they go to the junkyard. Uh, Dragon Sound sneaking in, and um, they beat up everyone but Jeff, who kicks the shit out of Dragon Sound, except for Mark, and then goes up on top of this tower where they've got uh, uh, John Oates tied up. Yeah, and he just goes whoop 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 and falls to his death. John sort of knocks him off. Does he? Yeah. Or does he do that he like shoulder like charge thing? Like whoa, gonna get you. 
he, he either way, Jeff is dead. Jeff is dead. Is yeah. he murdered? No, he he's a dumb shit who stepped backwards and fell off the it's, thing. It's like he steps backwards and falls off the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the it, police can't be bothered with any of this. Right. No, of course not. Well, they stole his earring. Hmm. If it was me, I would have went down there, oh, yeah. plucked out that wolf tooth earring. Oh fuck! Proof, proof of, of course, death. dude. And taken that thing. No, Trophy. That's a, that is that is uh, that's Dolph Lundgren stealing uh, ears off the Viet Cong. Shit, yeah. man, that thing is awesome. And his penis. And his penis. <laughs> what? Yeah. Of course. It of comes course, off easy. Of course, his penis. <laughs> it comes off easy. If you got a knife. Oh my I don't know God. about you guys, but I tug mine off all the time. <laughs> I've been trying to pull mine off for 38 years. Son of a bitch is really attached. Oh my God. Okay, so <laughs> uh, the next morning, uh, Yoshida gets the news, and when he, and that's when he says, "My brother, or something, or your brother, or I don't know." Your brother's dead. That's what they say, and he's like, "Oh, ninjas mount up. My brother is dead. We must avenge Jeff's death." My either brother or I still say brother in arms, not literal blood brother. Uh, maybe they're both Orpans and they grew up in the Orpanage together. Except for <laughs> what's her face? This whole about Orpans. Uh, yeah, I don't it's know. It's not Orlando, it's Orpando. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's like, I must avenge you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. We were either brothers or just business partners. <laughs> but if we're just business partners, which is what Justin thinks, wow, I'm going real hot into this yeah. avenging stuff. But, um, so Jim gets another letter <laughs> back at uh, this is DSHQ. Yeah, this is the one he's been waiting for, though. His dad is coming, or they found him, and they got to go to where he's at, or yeah. I don't know. This was very like, all right, we found the dad. Uh-huh. Everybody put him on your shoulders, and let's pool our money together to buy him a suit. Because the one thing we need in this movie is a makeover sequence. <laughs> yeah. So they have that at Men's Warehouse. Right. You're going to love it. Give him a piece of shit gray job and a red tie. Yeah, there's all this like, like really ugh. iconic 80s dress up to this point and elaborate, not elaborate costumes, but fairly for the norm. And then let's go meet your dad. And they just dress him up like he's going to sell knives door to door. I was going to say those high end blenders. <laughs> I was gonna. I was thinking the rainbow vacuums. Yep. Yeah. Just let me come in and vacuum your your floor. Get off my porch. You're like, okay, now get out. <laughs> Only because I don't want to vacuum it myself. I'm not going to pay attention to you either. So uh, John and Jane reunite after Jeff's death, and she's like, "Well, yeah, I was gone for a while." Um, we aren't real clear on movie time, but I'm going to say it was a while. So like maybe six minutes, um, but it's okay. And I love you because of Jim and his day. Everything's cool. Though. Yeah. It's all right that you killed my brother. Yeah. It's okay. You had to do it. Cause he was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you get the earring though? Cause yeah, I kind of right. wanted that. And his penis, uh, his bank account number. Oh, yeah, she's, like, fucking loaded now. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he keeps it in a sock. His penis? The, the he only keep it in there for so long. Ah. <laughs> uh, <ew. laughs> All right, so uh, 
Jim and Mark take Jim to meet his dad, or to Jim take and him. Mark take Jim. John and Mark. John and Mark take Jim to meet his dad. Jim and Pete take Steve to meet Pete, <laughs> who's already Steve. And Are Pete. you the singer of a band that just got fired? <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. Um. So they got to take him to the airport, I guess. Yeah, to uh, pick but, him up. Right, but pick there's ninjas his- on ninjas. Yeah. In the way, they block the path, and. Uh, the boys bail out of the car, jump down uh, to the canal, I guess, and start fighting. But immediately, Jim takes a katana across the chest. He is not looking good. It seems like he's not going to make it. No, he's he's been killed. This is the most realistic, though, scene in the whole movie because he is literally like, oh, my God. Like, his uh, voice gets all high-pitched. And he's like, it hurts. It hurts really bad. And it's somebody help me and not. And Mark and John both look back and go, ah, ah, and something snaps within John. Yeah. Yeah, he, Michael Phelps. He has found the bloodlust. Yes, he's now a junkyard dog. He cannot be contained or controlled. <laughs> he gets his hand on a katana, and he's just like, who else can I fucking kill? Yeah. I'm he's like covered in blood. Nondescript. He is an animal. Yes, the, uh. Meanwhile, Mark is he, Mark just is I think trying to get the ninjas off of Jim. I yeah. don't think Mark has got the he's killing guys. He's killing guys to defend himself and his friend. John, if they don't if they don't get a hold of the situation, John's going to the mall. Yeah, and he's not stopping at ninjas. No, there's not going to be anybody left in Orlando. Yeah, there's he, nothing that can stop this man. He's a killing machine. <laughs> it's hilarious. When the first chance he gets, he rips his shirt off. Right. Because it's in the way of him killing people. And he while, can kill them faster shirtless. While he's stabbing a ninja in the chest, it is spraying blood in his face, and he loves it. He's cackling. He's screaming. Death is his home. <laughs> he's running after these guys. Like, where are you going? The other oh, ninja, yeah. They're trying to clear out, and he's like, I don't fucking think no, so. He's running them down. <laughs> I have become death, mm-hmm. the destroyer of worlds, mm. John. John, <laughs> last week I wore polo shirts. <laughs> now I'm fucking Adam Ball. Now I'm a fucking death beast. <laughs> I don't know if YK Cam intended for this to happen, like... Well, he's making the, yeah. John snaps at the end of this movie, mm. or if if this was the actor who played John, Michael Phelps, interpretation, like you know what? I think I'm gonna have John go nuts. At yeah, the end. <laughs> I think my character has just got some really deep seated issues because he's an orpan. And uh, if this was to happen, he'd probably become an unstoppable killing machine that would only be stopped by his own death. That's what I think, and that's how I'm gonna play it. Yeah, uh, I'm totally not gonna tell anybody about that beforehand, though. <clears throat> So him and Mark cut a path of death back to the White Ninja, mm-hmm. and uh, who, who mind you, is just chilling until one of his men come crawling up and is like, "Everybody's dead. Yeah. They killed us." Yeah. and he's like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> fucking cuts his head off. Like fuck you, and then laughs like a maniac. I think he finally realized the error in his ways that he'd held on to this group of ninjas a little too long for fashion. Yeah, he was like, ah, "Okay." I really should have given up on this bunch about six months ago. Yeah, and just went with my bar dream. Uh, the yeah. Miami Ninjas was not a good plan. No. <laughs> but he's free of that now. Yeah. So him and Mark fight to the death. 
and it goes as one would expect. Mark walks away after beating him up. In defeat, the guy comes at him with a knife from behind. Mark stabs him in the tummy, and he dies. It looks like they reshot it with the guy that looks like John Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For the second time. John Oates. Because his yeah. mask slips, and he has a, a very burly mustache. Yeah. Well, somehow they get Jim back in the car. He's not dead during this whole sequence. And that's that's where it is John murdering people. Jim is not dead. Well, maybe, that's, maybe that's what turns him off. Like, he's about to kill Mark, and Mark's like, look, Jim's alive. And he's like, oh, cool. Just drops his sword, puts his shirt back on, gets in the driver's seat. Oh, so it's like the Manchurian Candidate? Like, you say the, you say the yeah. word to shut off the assassin? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I'll go with that. Jim's fine. Oh, yeah. I'm cool then. Uh, what? Where'd my shirt go? Yeah. Oh, man. Who made all those dead guys? I had this crazy dream. Weird dream. <laughs> it was like I killed that many guys that looked like that. <laughs> Where's my shirt? <laughs> Where's my shirt at? Where's Jim? Is he okay? He's, he's okay, right? <laughs> Oh, look, his guts are out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's get him in the car. Um, so they get him in the car. They take him to the hospital. He's going to make it. Yeah. Wasn't as bad as they thought. Yeah. His guts were easily stuffed back into his tummy because when you get cut across the tummy with a katana, you're done. Your uh-huh. guts come out. There's not like, oh, it hit my rib cage. No, there's nothing there. Your guts are out. It's sharp. You can't, like, flex. Ooh, I'll stop the blade with my muscles. You got the undershirt two sizes too small, so it <laughs> held all of it in. I see. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That doesn't. Um, his dad's there. His cousin, who kind of looks like him and has been spray-painted gray, is there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, he really cares about everyone now. He does. Dad. And He's- he cares about Dragon Sound. He does. And he's never going to make that mistake again of abandoning you in Korea. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because that's what he tells him. And yeah. that's the end. Of, that's where the movie, the note, the end movie ends on. Is that they're ready to be a family and a band. One of the guys has gone missing, probably wasn't available for reshoots. Right. Uh, well, because he put on a ninja disguise and got stabbed by his own band leader. <laughs> yeah. Wait, am I dead in the movie because I was the ninja? <laughs> yeah, I just bailed after that last scene, dude. I, I don't know. We're done. It's, the narrative is confusing <laughs> to me. Oh, my God. Love it. Who wants to go first? Me. What is the connection? <gasps> that was my question. The Miami connection was the drugs that they, the people that they stole the drugs from. So the beginning that has no relevance to the plot at all except for the heroin this deal or coke or what doesn't have anything to do with anything no (laughs) which leads to my question yeah are you just making that assumption because of the french connection no because if it's a drug movie they say connection that's the only connection that happens so it can only it's not a drug movie that's the only drug connection that happens so that has to be the miami connection or it's the ore pans yeah, what if it's the like reconnection, the Miami don't reconnection so. with your family, or like maybe Jeff's the Miami connection. The Dragon Sound was unconnected there for a minute while Jeff's or where Jim's guts were out, and uh, John Oates was someplace wearing a ninja white ninja mask. Like, hey guys, I made it to the ninja fight. Oh, you stabbed me in the tummy. Yeah. Um, and then they reconnected at the end. No, I think it's the drug connection. I think it's the connection of love. I don't think it is, Jackie. Connection of love? 
I think it's supposed to be about the drugs. Damn it. All right. Well, the listeners agree with me. All right. <laughs> oh, God. As, yeah. I can travel into the you future and read Don mine. Jr. to Photoshop some stats for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, can we get the, the printouts <laughs> on this episode? Printouts. Just give me the printouts. It'll, it'll say fans love my theory on yeah, the printouts, exactly. right? Uh, 50%. <laughs> uh, well, that leads directly into my, my question. Uh-huh. Would the Miami connection have been better served to leave Dragon Sound alone? Yep. Well, I think so, because they're all dead. Yeah, but the only way to thwart their plans of stealing drugs and selling them and making money is to fuck with some guy's sister's boyfriend. Correct. Because of fashion. Because of fashion. Which, the again, the plot is not about drugs. They ditch the drug plot long yeah. before the plot of the movie even gets going. And it's just about fashion. Sort of. That's the best we can do. That is a concise plot is about fashion. Um, maybe, like, if we, if we take it from the Miami Connection is about dr- or, sure. or about fashion... Maybe it had to come to this point, like things had to come to a head, and it was just who is who who was going to be left standing. The it, there was no way to avoid it. So I don't know if it's the idiot plot. Well, no, if that's if it's actually about fashion, then it's very stinging uh, commentary on the fashion world because the polo did win and the sleeveless shirt left. There you go. Yeah, no, not idiot plot, just a very subtle uh, way of making statements about uh, uh, the industry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it's the idiot plot. <laughs> Do you think that she knew that Yomoto Yoshida. Yoshida. Yoshida was her brother as well? They're so, not brothers. That's, no, that's my question to like Jeff. They have to be brothers. They can't be brothers. He said your brother. He didn't say your bro, your comrade in arms. He said your brother. And then he reacted in only a way that someone whose brother had died would react. So he's adopted. What does Jeff's family tree really look like? Uh, Yoshida is also about 15 years older than everybody sure. else. So I think he's got to be half brothers with Yoshida. Mm. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. And then his half sister. So there Yoshida and uh, Jane are not related, but Jeff is related to both. Uh, of them. Okay. All right. All right. That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. All right. Uh, what was your question then, Jackie? So did, did she know about the other brother ninja? I don't think so. Or and, she just thought he was his bud. Yeah. Maybe. Huh. And then, you know, she ends up in, in ta- you know, inheriting like a dojo and everything at the end of this movie. Which, she is super rich. She's got a gym now that she's uh-huh. now has. She's got a dojo. She's got a, a Mercedes. No, she gets PSL. all that stuff. We get, That's not even a question, Jackie. So then she just leaves Michael Phelps. Okay. Why would you stay with him? Or, did you ask a question or did you just like, I want to make a statement about stuff? Because I've got an answer to your question before you start rambling about her future because you're really into that. I've, I'm going back to this orphanage thing. Okay. Um, if if your Orpando. theory is, if, if Yoshida is X amount of years older than Jeff and Jeff is clearly X amount of years older than Jane, here's what happened. At the orphanage, Yoshida had to take young Jeff under his wing because he was getting beat up a lot by the older boys for having too much chest hair when he was 10. Mark that was beating him up. Yeah, no. Um, And uh, so he taught Yoshida taught Jeff Kung Fu. And that's why Jeff knows Kung Fu. And then they were both adopted 
but separately. And then that family gave birth that they adopted gave birth to Jane later. And so they're not even fucking related at all. They're just adopted brothers and sisters. And then like they have that unsolved mysteries episode where everybody reunites. And Jane's like, that's your brother. He's the leader of the Miami ninjas. Yeah. Huh. Mm. So I think that the guy that owns the restaurant, the uncle, mm-hmm. is just really young looking. Okay. And is actually in his 70s. Yes, I think that too. And he's actually everyone in the movie's dad. Okay. <laughs> Including Jim's dad. And if we would have waited long <laughs> enough, there was a post credit scene where he poked at Jane, po- uh, pointed at Jane and John and went, you guys are cousins and you made out. Ooh. And brothers and sisters. <laughs> and she's also your aunt. Because I have fucked everyone in Orpando. <laughs> Okay. uh, My last question. uh What was your favorite song? That's one of mine, obviously. It's a big one. I'm going to think Tough Guys. Oh, God. Tough Guys sucks so bad. I got to go with Against the Ninjas. All right. I like that song a lot. I'm going with Tough Guys. Oh, Tough Guys sucks They're so bad. Suck. Yes. Oh, at least Against the Ninjas is like a decent singer singing it. Oh. Oof. Yeah. No, I love them all, though. Uh, who's the coolest member of Dragon Sound? John. John's a good. His teeth are pretty nasty, dude. Nobody had good teeth in this movie. Yeah, that's true. Hall and Oates. I think I think it might be John John Oates. Yeah. Uh, unless we count Jane, she's obviously the coolest. But Jane is, she is the a coolest member of well, Dragon Sound. The last time you see her, she's playing guitar, so she worked her way up pretty. Oh quick. yeah, she's a member of the Dragon Sound. Then it's totally Jane. Yeah, okay. yeah. Jane's the coolest. No, it's it's Hall and Oates. It's, his name is not Hall and Oates. That is two people. He is only John Oates. Good God. <laughs> Sam, are you done with questions? Why isn't Daryl Hall in the movie? <laughs> Why isn't he? He's eight feet tall and could punch all of them out from a distance. That's with why. His, with his steel toe cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, those are too dangerous to put him in the movie. Uh, is it a ninja movie? There are what appears to be ninjas in the film. They're the Miami ninjas. They're the yeah, they are. And they're not assassins. They they're, go to assassinate them at the end of the movie. No, they go to fight them at the end of the movie. Well, they don't go, oh, let's go fight them. They want to kill them. Sure, sure. Killing and assassinating are two different things, dude. You you uh you do it from uh where yep. you can't be detected and get away. This is clearly overt. They're doing it in the middle of the day on a road, Sam. You, this isn't ninja shit. This well, is let's go fight these guys to the death. The, we didn't say they were good ninjas. I don't think they're ninjas. I think they're just guys in pajamas who think that they're ninjas. They are. They're also in fucking Miami. Yeah, and that they're obviously the second or third crop of Yoshida's ninjas. And they only and, care about fashion. And he <laughs> would rather be a biker. Right. So they're not ninjas. It's not a ninja movie. No. Uh, with that in mind, where does this fall in the pantheon? Uh, because if it's not a ninja movie, then I think it has to be just a crime movie. It can still be just a uh, martial arts film. Well, yeah, sure. It's a karate movie. Okay, let's put it at that. Because I think ninja movies aren't necessarily karate No, that's movies. a sub-genre. It's a band movie. Well, it's not a band movie. There's some songs in it, but it's a, yeah. But it's about a band. No, no. Stop. It's a, it's a karate movie that has a band in it. Um, where does it fall in the list of greatest bad movies karate movies Jackie we'll start with you what that you've seen that includes all of Chuck Norris's library that includes all of uh um Van Damme and it's it's not gonna rate in the top five then it's really okay all right 
Yeah. I just I like Van Damme movies a lot more than okay. I liked this. Really? All right. Hmm. Yeah. See, I don't even. I can't rank it. It doesn't rank high. Samurai enough. Cop, obviously. Although yeah, it's better than that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, that one's real low for me too, though. Um, the best ranking I could give it mm-hmm. because it is the uh, um, YK Kim vanity piece that it's best of the best. A distant fourth place in the vanity pieces gone awry division okay all right uh yeah so it's behind uh the room the room and oh room is number three on that number three for me is the okay. room number one is uh templar nation and number two is faithful findings. faithful findings gotcha uh i think i i think that this is a hall of fame movie guys i i'm putting it in my hall of fame if it's not already there which puts it in the top 10 of all bad movies for me sure uh which i just can't think of a better uh, a karate movie that i that i enjoy more than this one this thing is fucking hot shit for me and i fucking love it it gets better every time i watch it. i'm gonna give it that yeah i didn't like it that much the first time hmm okay no i i, I love this fucking movie this is uh, as good as it gets for me so um obviously my do or do not is a do it's it as I said in my Hall of Fame. I will take it. I will watch the shit out of this thing. Whereas I'll watch a Van Damme movie like, like I'll watch Time Cop once every ten years. Within the last six months, I've seen Miami Connection four times. Mm. So uh, no, it's it's the number one shitty karate movie for me of all time. I'm Jackie? gonna give it a do. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's the little details like Colorado. Outward bound right. school. Oh, I right. did look that up. It okay. is a, it's a thing. Okay. It's what still it? a thing. It's a school about outdoorsing. Huh. Okay. They got different branches and shit, too. Decent website. Mm. Like, what do you, like, archery or hunting and fishing? Probably, or? like, uh, hiking, long hikes, basically. Hmm. Surviving in the wilderness. Oh, like Bear Grill shit. That makes sense. You need a degree to get lost it looks like it's all the pictures are hiking there's no weapons in any of it yeah mm. no, you make your own right you know fashion fashion a or you can just spear out you of can it. go ahead and just take some rations and hike across america without no, killing anything no, you can do that you need to fashion a spear out of your, the, the dead flesh of your and enemies then, yeah kill the people on the trail with you and sustain yourself off their blood yeah right <laughs> that's what uh that's what uh, Shokasugi does. <laughs> yeah. Or Michael Phelps. Or Michael Phelps. Is um, yeah. All right. Jax is a do. Um. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a do. All right. It's a big. I think it's a must. Mm-hmm. Must see. I don't know if it's in my Hall of Fame. I think it might be like on the outside of the top 10 looking in, but uh, it's definitely a must see bad movie. And if you must see it and haven't seen it, and even if you have, like I say, it just gets better at every repeat viewing. Uh YouTube, or I mean, uh, YouTube, Voodoo, and you, uh, 2B TV for free right now. Next up is Sam's choice. Sophie's choice. What do you got? Is it going to be Sophie's choice? It's not going to be Sophie's yeah, choice, Sophie's but I am choice. going to make both of you groan right now. Oh, Twilight. no. St. Elmo's Fire. No! Before it gets off of Amazon.com. <laughs> Because I don't want to pay for that shit when I pick it. <laughs> Is that the one where they're all running in the white shorts and their wieners? Yep, are- it's that one. No, that's uh, Cherry Hits the Fire. <laughs> oh, okay. It's that one. Um, <laughs> tune in next week. Get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. 
please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.